The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Well, welcome. Welcome to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Yes, I am your host, Vincent Jenna, for another week of unblocking and releasing and stopping the self-sabotaging and resistances. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I already have some callers. I'm very excited about that. I love when you people call in because you ask such wonderful questions. And even if it's for a reading, it allows uh, the message to affect all the listeners as well, besides for uh, the person who is asking the question. So call in at any time during my show, of course, at 816-251-3555. I will be getting to that caller in just a moment, so you just hang on there. Uh, But I did want to talk about... Uh, what today, what were we going to be doing today? Talking about what's stopping you. I, I talked about, uh, about how you stop yourself and why you stop yourself, but what's actually blocking? What's actually getting in the way? Those, those are the deeper questions that we need to touch on. And I certainly want to do that today, um, as well as answer any calls uh, that I can and any questions for you. Uh, it's our biggest problem is we think we know what we believe. We think we know what we're going after in life. And and there are those that are trying to still find out what they're meant to do here. Um, I do believe we all have a purpose. And I do not believe it is God's purpose. Okay. Um, everybody has to go rent the movie, Oh God, with George Burns and John Denver. That was a spectacular, fun and funny movie, but it really depicted God in a way that I happen to love and resonate with. And at one point in the movie, God is posed questions by a panel of religious figures to try to see whether John Denver is crazy or whether he's really talking with God. So one of the questions is, is what is the purpose of mankind? And God's answer, which to me is so perfect, is no more and no less than what you want for yourself. No more and no less than what you want for yourself. So 
Under those conditions, I happen to believe that God wants for us what we want for ourselves. But of course, what our higher self, our souls want for us. Our souls had chosen a purpose when we came into this lifetime. And yes, the human mind has forgotten that. And the human mind tends to get in the way of a lot of things. But quite honestly, it's not God that sends us down here with a decision as to what we're going to be doing while we're down here. We're the ones who figure that out. We're the ones who decide that. What purpose would it serve to do what God wants versus what we want? How would we grow just by doing that? We'd all become servants of God. That's it. God doesn't need any servants, people. It's unlimited. It doesn't need us at all in order to exist. It doesn't need us at all um, in order for it to experience itself. It chose to have us so that it could experience itself even better. And what better way to experience yourself than by sharing with a family, people you love, people you care about. And that's why and how we were created is out of that desire What goes for us goes for God as far as what we enjoy. We have children for the enjoyment of watching them grow and experiencing their own lives. So to all the parents out there, listen to this again. We have children for the joy of watching them experience their own lives, not to fulfill ours, not to complete ours, and not to make up for uh, any purpose or passions we don't have. That's not what children are for. It's for the enjoyment and joy of watching them fulfill their own lives. And that's exactly why God had us. So therefore, when we come down here, We come down here with our own passions and purpose. And the only reason why you don't know it is because you're blocking yourself. You're all blocking yourself if you don't know what your passion or purpose is. And a lot of people don't. I'm sorry to say that a majority of the people in the world actually are blind as to what they think they're meant to do. And sometimes even if they think that they're meant to do something and they start getting involved in it, they realize that that's not what they were meant to do at all. It was a misinterpretation, possibly. For example, I thought I was supposed to be a a, a singer, actor, and dancer professionally, that I would be doing it forever for the rest of my life. And yes, though I pursued it and I did it for a while in my life, I actually did it for 35 years, I come to realize that that portion of my life was actually to pave the way for this portion of my life. My ability to perform gives me my ability to to talk to you uh, in order to stand up on a stage and present workshops, lectures, uh, make you laugh, make you cry, make you think. Do this radio show or any radio show or TV show. So I know that that's what the beginning was. And so, yes, does God and can God help us understand what we've chosen for ourselves? Absolutely. But it doesn't have its own predetermined destiny for us. Our destiny is our own, which is the reason why I'm doing this show, because you need to unblock everything that's getting in the way to really know your aspirations and dreams and to give you the ability and to be empowered to go after them.
All right. Um, I, I, I Wonderful that I have these phone calls right now. So before we get into what's stopping you, I'd like to turn to the phones right now. And up on the top, we've got Marianne. Thank you for joining us from Charlotte, North Carolina. You are um, a, a relative of mine here in Raleigh, North Carolina. How are you today, Marianne? Uh, doing well. How are you today, Vincent? I am fabulous, and thank you so much for calling. So what can I do for you, Mary Ann? What is your question today? Well, I am interested in in what you can uh, read about uh, a recent uh, romantic relationship, long distance, that uh, I and another senior citizen, he's uh, like four months older than I am in, began uh, long distance, although we did meet. And I'm, we had like a major blow up around Easter time and uh, have just started uh, communicating again uh, in the last few days. And I don't know whether this is something that I'm supposed to go return to or if it's something that is just an opportunity for growth to realize that even we seniors, uh, you know, can uh, have an active uh, dating life. That is an incredible question. Thank you so much for sharing that, because do you know how many people are in the same position as you and never even ask that question and never even pursue it? Now, I'm going to only correct one thing, okay? You don't need to tack on the fact that you're elderly as long as you're breathing, you're deserving of a romantic relationship, okay? So age okay. has nothing to do with it. Um, societally, uh, those things tend to get in the way when we hear people talking, oh, look at it, she's there, that older couple. Isn't it adorable that they're just dating? Heck, if it wasn't for the older couples, there wouldn't be the younger couples, you know, so of course you should be dating and keep going. Now, as far as this gentleman, I'm still seeing a distance between the two of you. Is he still not local? No, he's in California. I'm I'm here in North Carolina. Right. Okay. I don't see that part, Marianne, changing very much, which is why I believe you unconsciously created both of you. Now, understand, and everybody listen to this, we manifest our own lives, and we even manifest the arguments. There's always a reason why we're manifesting these things, and many of those reasons are not on a conscious level. They're on an unconscious level. So the both of you have got this relationship going, and it may have been sweet and it may have been nice for a while, but what the two of you are missing is the connection between the two of you being together. Um, Really, Marianne, the only way to have a true relationship is by being right next to someone. Uh, You know, you want to be able to touch, to hold, to hug, to sit, to go out to dinner together, not just talk on the telephone. And 
I'm feeling that your souls are being tired of the distance and therefore attempting to end it. And I actually believe that that's what happened Easter time. Now, it's nice that you made up because you don't want to leave things that way. But no, I don't necessarily really see this as being a, a completed relationship. I think you're you only have somebody part time, Marianne. Don't yep. you deserve somebody full time? I think so. Well, of course. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you, it's perfect that you're calling in at this time because you do have something that's stopping you. Okay, and that's your own internal belief about yourself. Okay, and it goes all the way back to your past. So this is perfect. Thank you so much for your perfect timing. I think you're psychic too. We don't. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Very intuitive. We don't know what's going on in the majority of our minds because it's 95 to 98% of the whole mind is in unconscious awareness. So again, there's a lot of stuff that's going on inside there. And even though, Marianne, you may be saying, oh, I think that I can still be dating somebody, there is the little girl inside of you, little Marianne, that's saying, yeah, but you're not good enough. You're not lovable. You're not going to get anything that's worthwhile. And so you wind up attracting a relationship that isn't completely working out because you don't fully believe you want to believe, at least you're in a relationship. You want to believe you're desirous. You want to believe that you're still capable of being in one, but you didn't manifest a complete one. So therefore, you need to start turning to little Marianne and saying, okay, you got a taste of this. So now you know somebody can be attracted to you, but you know what? You deserve it all, the full package. You don't deserve just little teaspoons of a nice dessert and flavor. You deserve the whole dessert, the whole reward, the whole piece of candy, um, the whole enjoyment of life, and certainly the whole romance and everything that goes with that, Marianne. Again, you're still vital. You're human and you're alive and you need to keep your heart shared with a companion Um, and I do believe you need to move on but at the same time you need to be amicable obviously but but be able to tell him you know what we both deserve something more than this we both deserve somebody by our sides okay Um, you don't want to stay alone And the more you tell little Mary Ann she deserves more than that, the more of a chance you have of attracting somebody to you. And at least before the end of the summer, there is a very strong possibility if you're moving on and you open your heart and you do a little internal work with little Mary Ann and let her know how deserving she is, there will be another person who lives near you that you will be meeting before the end of August. I'm seeing August, but the end of August. Um, and it could mm-hmm. be through a friend meeting. It could be you're, you're at a um, um, some type of a gathering. But you also need to get yourself out of the house more with, with others, Marianne, because you're more social than you know, and you need to share. Um, and okay. in that being out, you will meet somebody else, okay? So, 
I don't want to contact this person uh, from the past necessarily. I don't think that there's anything wrong with at least communicating with him and being amicable, but I would definitely say we both deserve more. Um, and though I'd love to be able to remain your friend, I think you, and this is what you're telling him. I think you should be finding somebody who's local and I should be finding somebody who's local, you know, Hey, you, you may be alive and you're still breathing and you're still vital, but you don't have 30 years left. You don't want another 30 <laughs> years and you certainly don't want 30 years of loneliness. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you're still going to bed in your room by yourself. And when you close the lights and everything, you're snoring by yourself and there's nobody to complain about it with you. And that's the joy <laughs> of marriage. Okay. And you deserve more than that. And so, Put it out there, open your heart, be amicable with him, but definitely open your heart to something more. Okay, Marianne? And like I said, by the end of August, he should be there. I appreciate your help today, Vincent. Absolutely. And I wish you the best. And drop me a line when he comes along. I want to be able to say, I told you so. Okay. I'll do All it. right. All right, Marianne, you take care now. Thanks so much for calling. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's great. But see, see, that's exactly what I'm talking about is in a person like Marianne. And I'm going to tell you right now, Marianne isn't alone. I deal with women constantly talking about their relationships, even men, even men. Women tend to open up more about it um, and come to me more for that reason. And it's always, I'm doing everything I can. Oh, I believe I deserve somebody. Um, I've been working on myself for years. I keep finding the ones that have problems or, I mean, it's not politically collect, correct anymore, but this is still true. It is like they either are gay or they're having affairs or they have luggage up the wazoo. Well, everybody has a set of luggage. So stop complaining about the luggage because I promise you this, like attracts like. So if you're attracting somebody with a set of luggage, take care of your American tourist first. And then you'll find somebody with maybe small carry-ons, okay? But everybody is going to have something, including you. And of course, you're going to have something. If you're not in a relationship, obviously they haven't worked. It doesn't matter if someone dies early, if, if it was a divorce, if um, you got married too young or you didn't get married at all. You've got luggage then. You've got the feeling of not being lovable or deserving of love, whatever the case may be, and you're hiding that. We're going to talk more about how you hide your true beliefs. And, uh, but I'd like to go back to the phones. And we've got um, Penny from Wisconsin. Penny, you're on the air with Vincent. How are you doing today? Hi, Vincent. I'm doing very well. How are you today? Well, I'm doing very well. And since I'm the psychic, I'll let you know if you are too. <laughs> that works. Okay, good. I, I think you're doing very well. What's your question? Um, I'm really glad that you're doing this show because this is hitting every nail on the head for me right now for what I've been going through this last year. I want to know, so when you realize that you are not in a situation that is for the best of you or it's time to move on or whatever, I've been struggling with for a long time, how do I move on? When I'm constantly reminded of I'll hear something or I'll see something 
and it keeps bringing you back to the past, but you're doing everything you can to move forward. And I feel like I've made a lot of leaps and bounds in the last year, but I am still really stuck. And how does a person get themselves to move forward so you can have a better life when you <laughs> – I don't, I don't know what I'm doing to stop myself, but how do people move forward in the... Yeah, wow. <sighs> wow. You go to the head of the class because that's the most advanced, profound question, Penny. How do we move forward? How do we get over that stuff? Let me ask you this. You keep getting reminded about things from the past. Well, how can you not get reminded? That, that would be a question to think right. about, right? If, if right. you're going through life, no matter what you do, there's always going to be something that does remind you. I mean, I mean, de- depending upon how old you are, if you're 12 years old, then no, there's not going to be a lot that's going to remind you of your past yet. But if you start getting up there in age, you've experienced so many things. So life is going to remind you of the past. It's not the memories that are bad, okay? It, and, and let me explain that. It's, it's okay to remember even the bad things. I can sit here and I can tell you all about my tormented life. I have the visions in my head still. They're very clear. Those are things that you don't forget. My sexual abuse, my beatings from my parents, um, the way the kids um, uh, you know, used to abuse me and bully me in school. I have all of those memories in there, you know. I wrote about them. I can think about them. But here's the difference between me and you. My memories no longer hurt me. And the reason why they no longer hurt me is because I have different beliefs about myself. So that what happens is all of those memories are no longer about me. Okay? My sexual molester isn't about me and anything wrong with me. It was what was wrong with him. My, my abusers in school had nothing to do with who I was. It had to do with who they were. And my parents, they came from such a horrible background themselves. My mother was sexually molested by her brother and cousin until she was 13 years old. Holy cow, of course she was messed yeah. up. Now, I missed out on having great parents, and they used to abuse me all the time. But it had nothing to do with me, which is why I can remember. As a matter of fact, I don't want to forget my life. Because the chances are if I forget the bad things, some of the good things are going to go with it. And people do that. They shut down to their bad experiences and therefore shut down to the rest of their lives emotionally. You don't have anything taking, replacing the bad memories, Penny. That's the issue. Okay. When you replace the negative feelings that those memories caused you to have about yourself, when you replace them with good things, then those bad things don't hurt anymore. And then guess what you wind up doing? You move forward. Mm -hmm. That's what moving forward is. Moving forward doesn't mean, um, you know, there was the old television show, The Jeffersons, and the theme song was Moving On Up. 
All right, moving on yep. up to the east side, right? Because uh, yep. they came from the other side of the tracks and they were poor. And George always used to push that in everybody's face then, he, you know, that how he moved on up and he was still unhappy and he was still miserable. And he thought moving on up was getting a better house and moving to the better side of town and getting a business. But that's not what moving on up is all about. Moving on up is moving away from the old beliefs that were created for you to a new set of beliefs you create about yourself. And those sets of beliefs have to come from the truth of who you are, not the evidence of the way life treated you. I'm going to say that again. Your new beliefs have to come from the proof of who you are rather than the evidence of how life treated you. So that means you have to form a belief or be in touch with an understanding of what and who you are to start with. And that is where God does come in. A divine force. I don't care what you call it. You want to call it Yahweh? You want to call it a force out there or life? It doesn't make a difference what you call it. But you've got to form some type of... If you are just left with how you were treated in life, then everybody on earth right now should pick up a gun and shoot themselves in the head. Because we were not treated correctly. I There is no... Even the Brady Bunch family out there had problems, okay? And I can pick them all out. I don't care who you are. Stand in front of me, and I'll tell you exactly what caused issues for you, no matter how perfect your childhood you think you had. Because the, 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 the proof of that is, if you really believed in yourself, you'd be manifesting everything you want right now. It is self-belief, not your circumstances, that create your life and determine what you believe about yourself, okay? It's your life. You create your life and manifest your life from those core beliefs. So when you see the outcome of your life, when people aren't manifesting all that they want and they desire, that's evidence right there. They still have things to work on. That doesn't mean that everybody is all so messed up. There's a lot of people who have, I'm sure you yourself, Penny, have created a lot for yourself thus far. If you're getting on the phone with me, you already have a certain amount of wisdom because you're reaching out, not just because you're calling me. Of course, that shows higher wisdom because you are calling me. Um, but just the wisdom of wanting to reach out and wanting to change, that shows you've come a long way, okay? Um, There are those people who deny everything and don't even try to change their life. So you've come a long way. So you want the advanced class. Now the advanced class is you've got to go back inside there, and I know you've done psychological work, and that is all well and good, which is why you've come a long way. But if you want to advance to the to the higher rung, if you want to move on up even more so because you have moved forward, very few people move backwards and very and even less people stand still. Just so that you know that everything is in constant flow. Oh, my goodness. We're at the commercial break already. I'm hearing the music behind me. So Tariq Penny and my other callers, hang on the phone lines and I'll get back to you as soon as we do this commercial. This is exciting. Thank you for calling. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And I am your host, Vincent Jenner. There'll be more right after this. 
We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you will give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the support of listeners like you to continue operating and expand its outreach. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Wisdom Moment with Eric Butterworth. So we're always into this thing called time. It's very hard to free ourselves from the pressure and the limitations and the boundary lines which time sets down. So that in partial experience, in human consciousness, we have what we call deadlines, which are an abomination in human experience. But in the whole of things, we have only alive lines. We live in eternity, and time is always now. In the eternal of you, there is a completed whole, there's a finished kingdom. And all that you do and seek to do is always complete in infinite mind. And as we say, it can be done in a twinkling of a second, or it can be done in hours, it can be done in days, or we can stew and fret about it all of our lives. In God, it is now done. To hear more talks from Eric Butterworth, visit truthunity.net. Take Unity Magazine with you wherever you go with Unity Magazine Digital Edition. Available for Android, iOS, and Kindle. The digital version has the same thoughtful articles, and you can adjust the size of the type for easy reading. Sign up for email notifications for the latest issues, articles by your favorite authors, and topics you care about. Unity Magazine's Digital Edition is free with your print subscription. Download the app today or go to unitymagazine.org slash subscribe to find out more. Hi, this is Lisa Williams. I'm launching a brand new online course called Enhance Your Intuition, Unlocking the Power of Your Spiritual Senses. Join me for this transformational experience where you'll learn how to engage, enhance and embrace your intuition on a whole new level. Plus, save 10% with the coupon code UNITY. Visit lisawilliams.com forward slash intuition and register today. Is life getting you down? Don't worry, choose happy. Join Dr. Marissa Pay every Thursday at 2 p.m. Central and get ready to shift your outlook. Dr. Marissa is an organizational psychologist and life balance coach who will help you to process the tough stuff. Get real life strategies you can use today to experience more hope and happiness. Call in and join the live show or listen later on demand only on unityonlineradio.org, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Yes, thank you for joining us today. We have some great callers on the line with some incredible questions, and we were just talking with Penny um, who's back on the air with me, Penny. And um, we're, we're going, we were just as the commercial break came along, we were talking about how to move forward 
And I was telling you, you need to change your set of beliefs. Even Albert Einstein said you can't solve a problem with the same set of beliefs that created them. And understand this. I know you already have some incredible, wonderful beliefs, and you are working on them. But you got to work on Little Penny, just like I was telling the last caller, Mary Ann, to work on Little Mary Ann. You need to teach Little Penny that, first of all, she's divine and magnificent. You got a reminder of that. That no human and no experience defines who you are. All our experiences are only caused by the belief of who we are. And as children, it's because of the beliefs of what our parents think and the adults in our lives. But now is the time. What the block actually is for everyone are the set of defense mechanisms and the beliefs that your adult made mind. Remember I was talking about, if you've not heard this before, it would be good for you to go to my website at vincentjenna.com, go to the online store and download God It's Not Working, the lecture. It's all about the anomalies of the brain and the human mind that get in the way and stop us uh, from creating the lives we want. And this is the process, is your adult-made mind, Penny, wound up forming a set of beliefs for you based on what you started doing as an adult, whether you were taking classes, whether you were reading, or whether you're just holding on to some old beliefs, and they shield you and protect you from the original set of beliefs that you have down in your environmental-made mind that is harbored down there just above the soul's mind, but hiding the truth of who you are nonetheless and creating these other beliefs from the messages you receive from a very young child. And most of them are, I'm not lovable. Now, when we consciously say that out loud, it sounds pretty silly. You know, most intellectual and and, and normal intellectual beings, uh, humans, believe they're lovable. I actually did that study when I was going to school. This is what I've based all my writings and programs and teachings on, are the studies that I did when I was going to college to get my degrees, and that was only as an adult, so it wasn't too long ago. And I did a study, and I went on campus, and I asked 100 students if you believe in yourself. And out of 100, 80% said yes, right off the bat, without even thinking. It didn't take a minute at all, okay? 10% said, no, I don't, and the other 10% were, believe it or not, unsure. They weren't sure whether they believed in themselves or not. But 80% said, yes, I do believe in myself. Now, another professor that I was working with, a cognitive psychologist who's very well known for um, his theories on the self and our concepts of the self. He's um, written up in many psychology journals. I was working with him in this research. He stopped there. That's all he wanted to know. And he was working on a theory. And I was like, wait, you can't stop there. So I took that research one step further and I added other questions in there. 
I was adding questions about how are your relationships? How are you doing in school right now? How are your classes? How are your grades? How is your home life, your family, your financial status, your health and well-being? And so when I was asking those questions and they were sharing the truth with me, you know, oh, well, and I, I don't have a relationship. I just broke up with my girlfriend. I just had an argument with my boyfriend. Um, oh, my finances are terrible. I don't even know how I'm paying for the next semester. Um, I stopped receiving aid and on and on and on. And then at the end of those questions, I went back and I asked them again. So let me ask you again, the very first question I asked you, do you believe in yourself? And after they had heard all their other answers and how negative they all were, their new response was, I guess not, no. 90% of that original 80% who answered yes changed their answers to no. And the reason for that is because the mind protects us. It protects us from our negative self-beliefs for the most part. Yes, those maladaptive beliefs will squeeze their way up there. But like I said, if you're doing any kind of healing work or you're trying to grow, your defenses are actually going to get a little bit stronger and they wind up hiding those inner deep down beliefs. And I can tell you right now, Penny, that you're not sitting there every single day going, oh, you're not going to find anybody and move on. You don't love yourself. Am I correct? You're right. 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 Of course. Because you're working on it, okay? So let me me add to that. I don't want to take away any of your work, but I want to clear it up for you so that it makes it a little easier for you to move on. Okay. I would love that. All right, great. This is for all my listeners and everybody who listens to this afterwards. And I'm probably the only one out of all the spiritual luminaries who have the kahunas to say this. Life is black or white, period. We created the shades of gray to accept the fact that we're not here in the black and not here in the white. We're the ones that wanted to create that middle ground because it's a safety ground, okay? And the reason why life is just black or white is because You either make a high choice or you make a low choice. You either believe in yourself or you don't believe in yourself. You either uh, love yourself or you don't love yourself. You're either happy or you're unhappy. There is no in-between, well, I'm halfway in the middle of being happy and unhappy. I'm a little happy. Oh, come on, give me a break. Happiness is a state of mind. You either feel it or you don't feel it. If we uncomplicate life the way we've complicated it, not the way life is. Life is not complicated out there, okay? Um, a, a, a tree that puts off a fruit and a seed doesn't need to think through as to what that seed is going to turn into. It knows right away exactly what it's going to turn into. But because we have choices, we're allowed to choose what we're going to turn into. But that doesn't mean life is any more complicated than it is for a tree. Okay? So it's black or white. So admit when you are believing in yourself and when you're not believing in yourself, it's a lot easier to change then rather than 
I'm trying. I'm a work in progress. I'm working on it. Yes, you'll know the days that, yes, today I believe in myself. So obviously today I'm working on it. Tomorrow I may not. Or today I'm in a bad mood. I'm not feeling really great. So obviously today I'm not working on believing in myself. So it's that simple. Keep it simple. It'll be easier to change your mindset. And always work, Penny, on changing your beliefs and healing them. And I use what's called the 3A system. People can write this down out there. And this is a real good process on how to get out of the block and move forward. The 3A system is, the first A is awareness. Be aware of any of your negative thoughts, your fears, your doubts, your confusions, whatever that even hints of something negative, okay, be aware of it. The moment you have a thought, you get angry at something, frustrated with something. I don't care what it is. If it's anything other than love, be aware of it. That's the first day. Stop, in other words. Stop and say, oh, I just had a negative feeling. I just felt frustrated and depressed. Hold on. Stop. And he said, stop. That's the first A. I'm aware of that. You cannot change anything until you start paying attention to it. In psychology, that's actually called metacognition, thinking about what you're thinking about. And if you're not thinking about what you're thinking about, then you're walking through life numb, okay? That's also called mindfulness. So be mindful of your feelings. And the moment you have a negative one, be aware of it and stop. The second A is acknowledge. Acknowledge where it's coming from. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Every adult is rational, reasonable, reliable, and stable. Every adult is rational, reasonable, reliable, and stable. It is the child within us that is not. So therefore, acknowledge that the negative feeling is coming from your inner child. Because that inner child stays with you from birth all the way until death. We're an accumulation of our lifetime. We are not, we don't don't lose our past. And Penny, that's exactly what you said, right? You're being reminded of your past. So you cannot lose it. Mm -hmm. You're an accumulation. So acknowledge that your fear, your doubt is coming from the little child inside of you. Third A, and it's the most important A, affirm. Affirm for that child the truth. The reason why it had a negative feeling is because something false was triggered, a false belief. I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable enough. I'm not deserving enough. When somebody is at the supermarket and they cut in front of you or bang their cart into you and you get really pissed at them, all right, it's not just because they bump their cart into you. We bump into each other all the time. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Well, watch where you're going the next time. That anger comes from the inner child who may not have been paid attention to when she was younger or he was younger, was abused when he or she was younger, was stepped on, walked over, looked over. It doesn't matter what caused it. But when somebody in the adult world winds up pushing a button or a scar, you're going to respond negatively because it's the inner child that's responding. So you want to then 
affirm for the child the truth. Honey, that you are not useless. You are you are certainly deserving. Um, that person just bumped into you accidentally because they weren't paying attention, or or you may have been in the way. But you are good. You are deserving of love. You are deserving of getting the good job that you want. We've got to reaffirm and reparent our inner child. Because we didn't receive that acknowledgement, that nurturing while we were growing up for some reason, okay? So you have to reparent yourself, Penny, and be on top of little Penny. And that's how, now, just in that work alone, that's core work. And everybody knows that if you go to the gym or do any exercise, any trainer and any exercise and every exercise program comes with what? Core work. Because the physical body must be strong in its center core in order for the rest of the body to gain its strength. If you have a weak core and giant chest muscles and arm muscles and leg muscles, your back is going to fall apart and it doesn't save you from injury and then you can't get around and do anything. So even in the physical body, the core must be strong. In your spiritual and emotional body, your core must be strong. And your core consists of your self-beliefs, your beliefs of who you are with some kind of force and power your beliefs of your relationship with each other and your beliefs of your relationship with this world. In other words, spirituality. That's what spirituality is based on. And you have to have a strong spiritual core. Reading a book helps you get there. Going to classes, calling on on a, a phone and listening to the radio show absolutely helps you get there. But you have to remember that you're learning that stuff to apply it, not just to listen to it. Okay, listening doesn't get you anywhere. Applying after you've listened gets you everywhere. So you just have to work on that inner little penny, your inner core, to know that she is deserving. You're just carrying remnants and evidence that is false evidence. Okay, just because of things not working out and past relationships not working out has nothing to do with you being unlovable. It has to do with what you attracted because you believed you were unlovable and acknowledging that. That's the first thing. Okay, I had a block that stopped me from believing I'm unlovable. I couldn't see that now that Vince is bringing it up. It makes all the sense in the world because everything he says makes sense. I had to throw that in there. Um (laughs) So understand that your defense mechanism keeps you from hearing that inner core belief, but I guarantee you that's what you're believing. You are not lovable, and you need to change that belief because, of course, you are. No human determines your lovability. God did when it created you, and now you are, and then you will attract to you and it will be validated. I promise you that, Penny. Because I was so tormented as a child, all I cared about was a tr- getting love and my wife alone wasn't enough, right? So I used to act in ways to try to attain it and I actually act more like an idiot than I did somebody loving. And once I started to change my self-beliefs, I had so much love right now, I'd be a millionaire if I could sell it. 
Wow. Okay, actually a billionaire. So that's what you need to do. Does that answer your question, Penny? It does a lot. You hit a lot of the nails on the head again. I just, wow. Everything you said there just all resonated. Well, there you go, hon. There you go. That's my free advice for you. And just go and, and you know what? What you can do to pay this forward today is heal yourself, attract the love that you want, and then go share with the world how you did it so others can see it too because your light is strong to start with, Penny, and you're meant to help other people. So be a light to other people as well, and that'll be the best thing that you can do for yourself and the world, okay? I will do that, Vincent. Thank you. I will do Uh, that. Absolutely, and thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Okay, we've got other callers too, and I'm going to go right to another caller. Um, I do believe um, Amy, I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right, Amy from San Diego. Oh, my gosh, you're where my friend lives in San Diego. Amy, how are you today? Hey, Vince, I'm great, and I'm loving your show as always. You're so much fun. Oh, thank you so much, Amy. You just must be one of those fun-loving people yourself. I love it. I love the sun. The sun came to San Diego a few days ago where I think we're finally having summer. Whoopee, you know? It's just been rainy and cool and such a strange summer. But the sun is out, and I love my sun. Oh, that is fabulous. That's good for you. That's really odd because San Diego is a sunny place. That's It's not like Seattle. It's San Diego, you know? So what can I yeah. do for you today, Amy? So we had Seattle come visit us. Hey, you know, I've had a great life in so many ways, and then I have, quote, flubbed up so many ways, in, in the painful ways, you know? Life is a bed of roses. And then, wow, did I get some big thorns that I created. And I fell flat on my face in 2010 off the bicycle. I love riding my bike, but, man, this was definitely a fall from grace. And I cracked my Hollywood smile. Years of braces and agony and pain and suffering, Vince. And, oh, my gosh, I pick up my face off, you know, my body on the pavement and I'm looking at a puddle of blood, wondering if I just killed myself and see a bunch of crumbled white in there. And I was horrified. I would do anything. I would do anything, but not the smell. And I, whew, I cannot get over the hump that I don't have that smell, even though my smell is okay. I just wish I could grow my teeth again. You know, I know in decades to come, they probably will figure that out. They may have, but. What a blow. And then part two was then my husband, ex-husband, committed suicide in a horrific way. So those are just like two of the blows in my life. And the last one, we'll do three is a charm here. I'm age 57, and I just, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not getting anywhere. I got all kinds of bumps and bruises. I look strange. And I got to love this thing that I wear around with me all day long. But people are being here. People like you know, glitter and glamour, and I'm just a sun-loving nature, metaphysical, love, healthy food and nutrition soul. So there you go, Vince. Okay. Um, I'm sorry to hear you've been through all of that, Amy. So, um, wow. You've been through enough hard stuff, but but I need to deliver you enough message to 
change some of that. And so it may be a little harder listening to this. Are you, with all that you've been through already, are you ready to listen to some of the stuff that I've got to tell you and share with you? I'm going to have to. Well, you're an unbelievable soul to start with, to have gone through all of that and yet still find sunshine and get on the phone with me right away and talk about loving my show and being so up and energetic. So that says more about you than anything that you're complaining about. And I'm going to have to say, um, you're, you've been, things have been taken away from you. Your soul took things away from you so that you can finally recognize who you really are. And you have yet to do that. And, and the husband, ex-husband that you had attracted who committed suicide is also evidence of that. Neither one of you, like attracts like. You you attracted somebody who did not love himself, and I'm sorry, Amy, but you never loved yourself. And if you did, if you did, you wouldn't be dependent on your external smile because I don't see your smile, right? Because we're not doing FaceTime here, and I heard nothing but a smile. And you're not experiencing that of yourself. You want a Hollywood smile? Well, guess what? In Hollywood, everything is fake and phony. And you cracked your facade, literally. You cracked your facade. You fell on your face and cracked the facade. And all you are left with is your soul. And it's time for you to start appreciating how big that soul is and more glamorous and magnificent than the Hollywood big face, smile, and teeth. Who gives a crap about how many pretty teeth you have in your mouth and how big your smile is. Do you know how many beautiful starlets there are in Hollywood that are as phony as hell and miserable and can't even make anybody else smile even with their beauty? Give me a break, Amy. You've got to get to know who you really are. You haven't lost anything. You're trying to gain something. You lost something external. You lost something that's surface. You lost something that's actually meaningless. Because like I said, the smile doesn't come from the outside. The smile comes from the inside. And where you're going in life, you've completely stopped yourself because you think you've lost everything. The moment you start gaining who you are, you'll be out there healing others. Who else but someone like you who's been through that can turn around and write a book about it and go out into a world, especially the world out there of Hollywood and L.A. and all of that, that pretense and teach them what you really have on the inside matters more than what you have on the outside. And I know it because I cracked and lost what I had on the outside. And now you have to deal with my real face, which is in me, not out here. Did you ever think about that? Oh, yeah. We can add one more chapter that I survived 27 years of bulimia, and I would love to help people know how to figure out their solution to the craziness of this, you know, eating uh, food issues we have in this world. Right. Well, the food issues, that's another, that just goes to show you, Amy, that's also image. You have had image issues about yourself and have never unconditionally loved yourself. 
And so those images kept creating issue after issue after issue. Now it's time to unconditionally love yourself. And I promise you, your world will change and you will be helping people by the droves. So go after your life and recognize the glory of who you really are and the beauty on the inside of who you are. And I can promise you this. Less people will be paying attention to the outside when they feel your inside first. Okay? My wife has always been heavy in her life, but she has such a beautiful personality, and people love her so much that if you happen to bring up the subject about, oh, yeah, my wife is on a diet, she, she wants to get rid of some weight, they turn around and say, oh, wait, your wife is heavy? They don't even notice that she's heavy because they notice her personality and her soul first. So I know that to be true. Okay. Um, I always kid everybody because I get complimented on how good looking I am at times. And I turn around and I say, no, that's just actually my soul fooling you. That's all. Um, uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's not, I'm not really attractive. If you sit there and you start, you can start picking things apart. I promise you. Um, But if you're dealing out a lot of love, you know, that's all what people see. That's all people see. People are constantly coming up to me and turning around and saying, wow, what did you do? You look so good today. What did, did you lose weight? Did you change your hair? It's what you feel, Amy. Go ahead. What were you going to say, hon? Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, you know how to get rid of wrinkles really fast? How? the dryer. Oh, okay. All right, Amy, listen, all you other people who have called, it's my show is over. It's time. But thank you so much, Teresa Kelly. Um, well, Teresa, um, email me at believe at vincentjenna.com. But everybody, thank you for participating today. And this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And I'm your host, Vincent Jenna. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us, and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.